Welcome to Ramplify, a student-centered, career-focused podcast hosted by the Center for Career Equity, Development, and Success at Suffolk University. This podcast is used to highlight the resources offered in the university's career center while amplifying the voices of everyone who contributes to our vibrant community. What counts as the first step of your career? Is it the moment you land that coveted job or internship opportunity? Is it the moment the ink dries on your onboarding papers? The folks in the Career Center believe your career starts the moment you set foot on Suffolk's campus. And while that might sound like a lot for a new student to handle, there are folks like Erica Graves there to remind you you're not alone. Erica is one of our career education team members and has been at Suffolk for a little over a year. I recently had the chance to chat with Erica about her role on the team and how she came into this position. If you're a new student, you may have met Erica during this year's orientation, but if not, this is the perfect chance to get to know a career development superstar. All righty. Well, thank you so much for joining us today to speak a bit about an exciting role in the Career Center and somebody who has been here over the past year. I'm introducing Erica Graves, who Hi. works within the center. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. You were certainly part of the expansion of the Career Center, all the new staff that came in. And so I really want to get started just getting a sense of what is the last year of your career at Suffolk look like for you? Last year. So last week was actually my one year anniversary. Congrats. Of here. Thanks. <laughs> it's weird that it's already been a year, but I came in as an admin coordinator. And so in that role, I really helped with our operations team and really doing a lot of the backside of Handshake, working on putting events on Handshake, running the front desk as reception, answering phone calls, emails, the whole nine, and then really doing a lot of the behind the scenes work to put on the events that we would do with the Career Center. So the career fair that we had in March, that one was really operationalized by our entire staff, but our team of four on the ops team was very much kind of organizing who was gonna be where, when, a lot of those prepare for the fair sessions, scheduling all of that out. So it was a really interesting time to kind of be behind the scenes working like that. I liked that role a lot. I learned a lot about the career center itself being in that role that I don't think I would have had the experience of having coming into this role now. So it's nice to kind of know how things are operationalized in our office. Absolutely. And to have played a role in operationalizing those things too. Mm -hmm. I think you have such a unique perspective being at the center of things operationally and then sort of, you know, working your way outward from that core, but really getting a sense of all the different things that we do from career education, career communities, the things we bring into the classroom. So I think that's just so cool to have that perspective. And like you said, I think it really informs your new role, which kind of segues into our next question, which is, could you describe your new role and sort of how it's been going for you so far? Yeah. So the way that this role was kind of presented to me was it is 50% career ambassadors and 50% first year students. In September, I'm going to primarily be focused on the first year student 
piece of it and working with first year students, meeting with them, doing programming and events catered specifically to them. In the summertime, I'm planning all of that stuff for sure, but a lot of my focus lately has been making sure that the career ambassadors are going to be really set up and prepared for their year so that they are really self-functioning. And then I don't have to worry about them as much while I turn my attention to those first year students, which I have a lot of experience in having been from a student affairs background, working residence life. I was working with first year students most of the time during my experience in res life. So I'm excited to work with that population again. It's been a while and I definitely feel like they fill my cup in this role. So I'm excited to work with first years. That's so great. I think the undercurrent for, through all of that is that you just enjoy working with students yeah. and having that kind of touch point. And yeah, I think it is so great to have somebody specifically focused on the first year experience and thinking about how students get started, because I think you and I both know how overwhelming our work can be. Oh, yeah. Just thinking about career readiness as an idea, defining that into actionable steps, that's a lot to have mm -hmm. to go through. So yeah. I know that something I was saying during the orientation sessions was that we're here to make that experience less scary. And so every step of the way, no matter what point in their journey they're in, even if they're a senior and they're just starting out, which wouldn't recommend, but it happens, that we're here to help you get to that next step, whatever that next step may be, and make it feel like a seamless process, at least as best as we can, so that they're not overwhelmed going into that big, long career journey from day one. Absolutely. It's that idea of meeting folks where they are mm -hmm. in their journey. Awesome. And I think, you know, that really kind of blends into this next question pretty well, which is related to what kind of motivates you as a leader and specifically what motivates you as a leader in higher education? It sounds so cliche, but the students for sure are what motivate me and seeing their end goal. I still have students that I worked with at my last institution that she just messaged me last week. I remember when you showed me how to make these origami stars when we were on duty in the office. And I was like, oh my God, stop. Like, I can't believe that you remember that. And so it came through as a TikTok video, which was just really funny to have that experience. And so I still have connections with students that I've worked with in the past. And last year, my last group of students that I worked with closely graduated. And I'm like constantly cheering them on from afar. And I'm excited to establish those relationships here in this new role because I love seeing people succeed. And I love being a part of even just a small part of their journey forward because it's like, yes, I see what you're doing. I see the work you're doing. You deserve this. Like you have done so much work to get to where you are. And I'm so excited to see them in their end game per se, but it's really just kind of the end game at the moment because there's always more for them to achieve. And I love watching them grow from the moment they step on campus as baby rams all the way through graduation and beyond. It's so fun to just watch them go through their ups and downs and help them through those low points to help them succeed in the long run. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there, you know, is a very developmental kind of benefit to working with folks in higher ed. You start with folks very much at the beginning of their educational career, mm -hmm. and then you see them kind of grow and people develop and into these beautiful people. Yeah. Um, and that's just so exciting and rewarding, I think, for us in, in this space, for yeah. sure. It's so much more than just academics, too. Like, I know we're a career center, so our main focus is helping them through their career, but it's also their personal development that is something that I tend to take to a lot. 
is just seeing from where they were to where they're going and like the vast difference of who they are as people, like you were saying, is just insane sometimes the amount of growth that they have over the course of four years alone. It's a fun time for sure. And I think, you know, having someone in your corner can make all the difference in that growth too. And so again, just really excited to have a role like this, working with students at this point in their journey. And I guess to give sort of a preview for folks who may be working with you or hearing some of your advice, what kind of advice would you share to students just starting their career journey or to a new student who may not even know about internships or jobs and things like that? The biggest advice I've always given is to get involved early. It can be something as small as meeting with your professors to talk about a class. The more legwork that you do from the beginning, the easier it's going to be for you down the line. And so if you get involved with a club that you're super passionate about or there's a certain organization or you do volunteer work off campus, that's going to be so valuable for you in the experiences that you're going to get from all of that. Related to internships in particular, I think that starting that search as soon as you can is going to be crucial because you're not the only one looking for those positions. And it's a tough market out there right now. Everybody's kind of switching roles and everybody's really trying to find what's next for them. And so you're not only competing against your classmates, you're competing against other people who are trying to kind of switch their career path. And it's a lot tougher right now for them. So I think that for students in particular, starting that search early, coming and seeing us to help you get started on that search is going to really help you feel way more prepared come junior, senior year. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the theme of that is that you're not alone in developing an internship search or getting started with any of this. Oh, absolutely not. I'm still trying to figure things out. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> like, I'm, I learn things just by being in the Career Center. So I can only imagine how beneficial it could be for students to come in early. Because even a couple of years into my professional journey, I'm like, wait, you can do that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And I think, you know, that just shows how developmental careers are. I think there's no right or wrong way to do things. It's a learning and growing process. And the earlier that you can start that, the more successful you'll be down the road. Yeah, for sure. In terms of some of the things that you're working on now, I know we spoke about, um, you know, you your work with career ambassadors and how that's been a really big project for you right now. But what is an exciting or current kind of project that you're working on that's kind of motivating you? I've been working with Peter Fowler, who works with retention. And we've been having conversations about how to improve retention after efforts and everything. And so I have actually gotten really into this work and how we can make students feel comfortable on campus and make sure that they feel like they belong here. And so something that we're working on is the major minor fair. That's something that we've done every year and it's not going to be a big surprise. I'm working on that with undergraduate advising and trying to get the groundwork laid out for that. We're also thinking of other ways that we can really touch our students and make them feel like they have a place here. And so something I'm planning on doing is RAM Explorers, which was originally Carolyn's idea last year. And I think she had a session before she went on maternity leave, but I wanna use RAM Explorers to really tap into those students who may be feeling undecided or are undeclared majors, or even just feel like the major they chose isn't for them and create a cohort of those students so that they have a network in themselves 
and can count on each other and rely on each other to feel like they are not in this alone. They're not the only students in here that are feeling like they don't really know where they're going yet. And that is so, so normal. And I want to help try and normalize that by creating a initiative that meets once a month to kind of help guide them along the way to help find their direction. So many students come into college thinking they need to have it all figured out, and it's not like that at all. College is the time to figure things out. You're not expected to know what you're supposed to do right now. So I'm really excited to get Ram Explorers off the ground and create the content for those sessions and work with campus partners to have students maybe, if they don't connect with me, connect with somebody else through the program. I just want them to feel like they belong here because they do. They came to Suffolk. And once you're here, you're here for the long haul, hopefully. That is so great. And I think it's exciting to hear how the Career Center is collaborating with other parts of campus, specifically working with Peter Fowler in this way. And I think it's such a great point to think that there are things that the university can do and things that we can do as staff to create a better environment mm -hmm. and be ready for students in that kind of way. And I think that's great, creating community for for these folks in such a way that's impactful. And again, you're not alone. You know, I think it, it really hammers that home. Our sort of last question here is in a similar vein to what we asked earlier in terms of advice, but are there any other pieces of advice or resources that you would share with, with a newer student? Maybe getting to know your classmates. That was something I was trying to tap into during orientation over the summer. For anybody that's listening, they might remember the wristbands this past summer if they attended orientation over the summer this year, but I was giving out career community wristbands. And so something I started doing a little bit into the later sessions was I had every student raise their hand and I called off each career community and they raised their hand if they belonged to that career community. And so the point behind that was to have them look around the room and see who's in their career community already. And maybe they can relate to them based off of what similar majors they're having. Maybe they have a particular career path in mind that they want to pursue, which would be incredible. They can start building their network that way. The easiest way to build your network is to just talk to the people in your classes because you're going to know those students probably for the next four years. You're going to have a lot of similar classes. I would get to know them early and start growing your network that way because it's right there. It's so easily accessible. You see them two or three times a week at least. And being able to do that is probably one of the best ways for you to start branching out and meeting new people and getting to know about other people and what they're interested in because you never know when that connection is going to be profitable to you later on. I still have students that I had classes with where I'm like, hey, do you remember that thing? Can you help me out with that? <laughs> <laughs> and so, like I said, especially as a first year student coming in, talking to your classmates and getting to know your professors, that is probably the best and easiest first step you could take. That is amazing advice. And I completely agree. I think it's easy for us to get in the headspace of thinking what is or what isn't networking. But networking is really just building relationships yeah. and meeting getting to people. know people. Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be this kind of official or fancy looking thing. I think we network all the time, whether it's with folks in our class or with the faculty that we meet along the way. And I think, like you said, those people in our network become very valuable over time and mm -hmm. they're people we can turn to. Yeah. Even your friends count as networking. 
Yeah. It's, <laughs> your it's friends a, and your family are your network, <laughs> believe it or not. It's strange to think about, but yeah, for sure. Well, Erica, this was a fantastic conversation and I want to thank you again for joining us. Um, and I highly recommend if you're a new student, get connected with the Career Center, introduce yourself to Erica. We are here to help. And again, I think it's just great to have someone in your position here. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I want to meet every single one of you. So please stop by. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you so much. And we will see each other in the center. In the office. In the office on campus <laughs> around Suffolk. All right. Thank you, Erica. All righty. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Check out our website at suffolk.edu slash career center and follow us on social media at suffolk underscore careers.